Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on learning. In education, as with all industries, there are terms and acronyms that are not always familiar. I'm a little embarrassed when I have to ask or Google in order to understand what they mean, but I'm so glad I did some research when I began to hear the acronym SEL used more and more. It became very common a few years ago, and it turns out that it means social emotional learning. The term is relatively new, and I was told that social emotional learning is the basis for the seven mindsets curriculum that is used in school. So I went back to Google and researched mindset. <laughs> I wanted to learn what's being taught, right? Well, in case you wonder too, I went to the source to learn about these topics and how this knowledge is being shared with our children. And I'm happy to share that with you today. The seven mindsets are based on a three-year study resulting in the writing of the Seven Mindsets book and the development of an online social and emotional solution for elementary, middle, and high school students. The Seven Mindsets have been designed to promote self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making in students and include everything is possible, passion first, we are connected, 100% accountable, attitude of gratitude, live to give, the time is now. Today we have the opportunity to welcome Krista Stipik, Seven Mindsets Implementation Manager for all of Stride K-12. Krista is interacting with all of the schools across the country and will share some of what these mindsets are, why they are important, and why Stride K-12 found it important to partner and share with families. Krista, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to share more about the mindsets and really get into how the learning coaches and other adults in our students' lives can help these come alive within their environment. A little bit about myself. I'm a prior educator myself. I was a middle grades educator. I taught sixth through eighth grade math. I was also an athletic coach and then went on to do some instructional coaching before I had the chance to join our Seven Mindsets team. The way that I found out about the mindsets is I attended the Ultimate Life Summit, and that's kind of our big summer conference. I got a chance to learn about the mindsets, to kind of be with students that were experiencing them for the first time, and it really ignited a passion in me for social-emotional learning. I came back to my school that summer and met with my leaders, and they were all aboard, and so we were able to introduce the seven mindsets to our campus. We were the first school in Texas. And so that was exciting for us. And so I got to be involved in that implementation and see the difference that it made for our students, but also the difference that it made for us as adults. And that's really the passion that I bring to the role that I have now. Thank you for sharing that. Can you share with us and tell us why the seven mindsets are important? Absolutely. So we know that social emotional learning and especially mindset-based social emotional learning, which is what we refer to as what we do with the seven mindsets, it's important for so many different reasons. And I think that social emotional learning is still a newer term to so many people. So I do want to take a moment to define that for us. And so I really feel like social emotional learning is 
how we acquire and apply the knowledge, the skills, the attitudes to develop healthy identities, manage our emotions, and achieve our personal goals. So it's the way that we think about how we can feel and show empathy for others, how we can establish and maintain supportive relationships, and how do we make responsible and caring decisions. And so I love that you brought up the core competencies, which are those self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making. All of those competencies are included in what we do with the seven mindsets. Everything we do each and every day, we include these. We make sure that we're staying aligned with what we know is best practices within social-emotional learning. And we love to balance this with the students' academic endeavors. So we want to always support what's going on and the academic arena so that students really can reach their potential. And so we know that that happens through the building of relationships, starting and continuing these conversations, and really adding that piece that invites the students to help to get to know themselves, help to get to know others, and have that awareness of what they're going through each and every day. Your site says that the seven mindsets are not predicated on what we know or where we come from, but rather predicated on how we think. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, absolutely. And I love just that statement of it's not predicated on what we know or where we came from, because I'll tell you, in the research, we looked at why some are able to achieve happiness and success and others just don't feel like they can get there or they don't get there. And what we found is that it really wasn't where people were coming from. If they came from a two-parent household, their socioeconomic status, it's the way that we think about things. It's the way that we think about ourselves, our abilities, how we are able to react and overcome adversity, our interactions with others, and so much more. And so from that research, we came away with 28 overall thought structures. Those thought structures are then categorized into what we know now as the seven mindsets. And so as we talk through the seven mindsets and as we're able to explore those mindsets, each of the mindsets is made up of four parts which then helps our students, our educators, and us as adults to further understand the meaning of each of the mindsets. Thank you, Krista. Let's remind everyone what those seven mindsets are, beginning with the one that says, everything is possible. I love everything is possible so much because it's usually the one that schools will kick off with. And it's all about just expanding the expectations that we have for ourselves and thinking about all of the possibilities that exist. You know, if we think about all the cool things that we have in our world, that started with somebody's big idea and that started with a dream. I think that that's just such an inspirational mindset and it always encourages us to have those big dreams. And so anytime I'm talking to adults, one of my first questions is, What's a big dream that you have for yourself? And making sure that we're continuing to dream. We never want to stop dreaming for ourselves, no matter how old we are. I love that one. Thank goodness people have thought that, or we wouldn't have even the technology that we have today. Everything is possible. Another mindset, passion first. Mm, So passion first is all about seeking out those things that bring us the most joy. So exploring our interests, really focusing on the strengths that we have. So often other people will notice our strengths or we may feel really strong in different environments, right? So a number of educators will tell me that they feel strong in their classroom or in that educational environment. And so that's a place of strength that brings happiness to us. And people notice when we're happy people. And so when we put our passions first, there are also those core values. So leaning into what we know is important to us, being willing to take a stand, and then just being our authentic self, 
pursuing those things that we know make us the best versions of ourselves. I love that. Another of your seven mindsets is we are connected. Boy, do we need that now. We've focused a lot on we are connected, you know, just realizing that we are social beings. And so I know that this global pandemic has put a lot of stress on some of that ability to be social, but thank goodness for the technology that's allowing us to connect. My favorite part of We Are Connected is the first part, which is it encourages us to embrace everyone and to welcome people into our lives. We never know what role someone may play until we really explore that and say, oh, wow, you know, this person has the ability to help me towards my dreams, or wow, this could become a really great friend, or you know what, maybe this person isn't going to have much of an effect, but we never know until we welcome those in and just realize that we all have so much more in common than we do that sets us apart. Beautifully said. Thank you, Krista. Now, the next one is one of my favorites, that you're 100% accountable. Oh, Heidi, you are not joking. So, so many of our educators will share that it's also their favorite because we love the idea of accountability. I also love 100% accountable, but I love to take it a little bit deeper, just knowing that we are accountable for who we are. And so, owning our lives, thinking about the, the power that that brings of we don't have to be victims of our past, that our future is not predetermined. So we can really lean into who we are now, who we're working to become, and just own those decisions that are happening each and every day. Working to overcome some of those things in the back of our minds that we may feel are kind of limiting us and saying, you know what, I have this fear of, of not being good enough, but I'm going to dive in anyway. And I'm going to be accountable for the growth that happens throughout every experience that I have. I love that one. Very good. <laughs> a critical, a critical mindset is an attitude of gratitude. Oh, so this is my personal favorite. And I say that because this is the mindset that's had the biggest impact on my life personally. I've always been a person that experienced gratitude, but I was never showing that gratitude to the people in my life. And so as we think about attitude of gratitude, you know, we always encourage a daily practice of gratitude. Research tells us that it can add up to seven years to our lives. And I just think, wow, that's incredible, but just a daily practice. So it could be, you know, a piece of scratch paper and just writing down one or two things that you're feeling grateful for as you wake up. You know, they make apps now, right? So technology is allowing us so many different things. You can download an app and it will remind you, hey, what are you grateful for today? But just having that attitude of gratitude, being able to think it forward to the people that are having the biggest impact on our lives and noticing those small things. And so oftentimes we take those small things for granted. And I feel like during this time, attitude of gratitude has helped me get through because I've been able to notice more of the small things. I'm finding that I'm more grateful for some of the things that maybe I was taking for granted along the way. Beautiful way to put that. Another mindset is live to give. Yeah. So live to give is our mindset that's all about just our orientation to service, wanting to give throughout our lives. And one of the best ways that we can do that is just by being ourselves. Each one of us is such a unique gift to this world. And so, you know, it kind of envelops some of those other mindsets. So when we are, you know, seeking out the things that we're passionate about, when we are believing in ourselves and thinking positively, we're providing such a gift to this world just by being who we are. And so thinking about the small ways that we can make a difference. Oftentimes when we think about service, we think about volunteering or 
donations of money, but realizing that sometimes the best gifts are just those small things that we can do for each other to make a difference. Opening a door, helping someone carry their bags, giving someone a kind word, because we never know what someone's going through. And that kind word could totally turn their day around. It certainly can. And you never know whose life you're going to touch with those kind actions. Very good. And the final mindset is the time is now. Mm. So the time is now is where we bring it all together. And the time is now encourages us to embrace every moment, to take in and realize the power that we have in each moment, the things that are happening. I think back to this one when I was in the classroom, this one kind of hit home with me as I was constantly multitasking. And educators, you know, we're always doing a ton of things, trying to get things accomplished. And uh, I had a student come up to my desk and I was trying to submit attendance and I was trying to do this. And I was halfway paying attention, you know, because we can't really multitask as much as we try. And I had to stop myself and say, Krista, embrace this moment. This may be the most important conversation that this student has all day. And so it really has encouraged me to slow down sometimes when I think I need to do so much at once and embrace that moment. The time is now also encouraged us to let ourselves be vulnerable. And vulnerability is a favorite of mine because it requires courage and it requires us stepping outside of our comfort zone sometimes. But one of the best ways that we can do that with the mindsets is sharing stories with each other, sharing experiences. You know, I always tell parents and adults and educators in children's lives that one of the best ways for us to be vulnerable is just to connect with our students. When they share an experience, show that empathy. Step outside yourself a little bit and say, you know what? I may have never told you this before, but I can relate to what you're feeling. Or let me tell you what this mindset means to me. And so that does require a little bit of vulnerability, but we are our strongest selves when we can put ourselves in those places of vulnerability. I really appreciate what you're saying. Sometimes our families need to realize that the time is now and to embrace it because it's fleeting. I know that now I'm, I'm a grandmother. I never thought I would, that day would ever come. And I realized that each of those moments I had prior to this was precious and priceless. And the time is now to enjoy the things that are here now. What kinds of suggestions do you have to families for the first time that are hearing about this, that they might be able to understand it a little better? Yeah, that's a great question, Heidi. So, you know, as you're just leaning into this, I think A great way is to maybe visit one of our social pages and subscribe so you're getting that mindset quote of the day. I know that that, as I started, helped me understand the meaning of some of the mindsets. And as we shared that quote, I would be like, okay, so that's aligned with everything is possible. I can kind of take that and extrapolate the the different avenues from that. But I think also, you know, don't be afraid to ask for more information. So if you want more information on the mindsets, reach out to those campuses. You're always welcome to reach out to us. We'd love to share anything that we can with the parents. I always say we always want to empower our educators, our adults, our parents, just as much as we want to empower our students. Do you by chance have today's quote handy? So today's quote is aligned with 100% accountable, and it says, the mind is everything. What you think, you become. And that's a quote from Buddha. If we go to yesterday, it was aligned with we are connected. So you'll notice the quotes start to, they follow the way that the mindsets are laid out. So you'll have a we are connected, then you'll have 100% accountable, and then an attitude of gratitude. 
So yesterday's was about We Are Connected, and it says, wherever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for kindness. So just thinking about how we can be connected through our kind actions towards each other. And these quotes are on your Facebook page daily, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll always share our quote on Facebook. You can also, same thing on Twitter, Instagram, things like that. So any of your, any of your social pages. Previous one to that's from Passion First, and this is also one of my favorites. And it says, it's not the length of life, but the depth of life that matters. So that's all about pursuing those passions and leaning in and making our lives what we want them to be and, you know, really exploring those interests that we have. That is great and inspiring. I'm going to include your Facebook page link in our podcast notes. Some closing words, Krista. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as I think about the mindset, I just want to encourage everyone, always think like progress over perfection. And I say that being what I describe myself as a recovering perfectionist, but just leaning in, you know, like we talked about, you don't have to know it all to have a start, but also just thinking about where you are and identifying how these mindsets might have a positive effect for you and thinking about, you know what? I do love the idea of attitude of gratitude. I'd like to start maybe just jotting down one or two things and taking those small steps. But I think just the power of mindset-based social-emotional learning for all of us, social-emotional learning is still kind of the new thing. But when we look at research about what is industry and as our students are graduating from school, what is industry asking for? And they're asking for a lot of these social-emotional skills. So we're seeing that these are more in demand. We're seeing that, you know, people are seeking people that have empathy, that have a service to others, that are able to connect. And so we almost feel like this is sort of the missing piece. And so thinking about what is it that we can do for our students, but also what is it that we can do for ourselves? Embracing the idea that we're not fixed, that we have this ability to grow throughout our lives as much as we want to. And so I love to hear, you know, like I mentioned, asking somebody, what's their big dream? And I love when adults can share, you know what, I may be 40 years old, but I want to go and get a master's degree, or I want to travel to Australia, or, you know, these things that maybe we think about, oh my gosh, is this possible for me? And then just embracing, you know what, it all starts with the dream. I love the idea of just the power that these can hold for our lives. And I want to encourage all of our listeners today, just think about your life. Think about the things that you want for yourself. Think about the things that you're really looking forward to. Myself being a parent, this has really shaped the way that I think about parenting, the way that I want to talk to my daughter, the things that I want her to know that everything is possible for you and that, you know, I want you to be connected and to embrace everyone. And we may not all be alike, but there's beauty in that. And what can we learn from each other? Thank you for sharing that light. Very nice. I appreciate it, Krista. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, Stride Career Prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of the private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios for providing the music for us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on learning.